0: Children that Blessed Home on High, when the Redeemed are gathering in, in. how we'll sing that heavenly anthem in that city, in the sky, when the Redeemed are gathering in, now when the Redeemed are gathering in, in. watch like smoke, watch like a... when the redeemed are gathering, in, gathering in, in, we will sing redemption's story with our voices loud and long. when the redeemed are oh, gathering in, and the angels have to listen for they cannot sing this song, when the redeemed are gathering, gathering, gathering in, now when the redeemed Watch like snow, like snow, and we from we oh, wow, we're from sea oh, and all sea. Oh, how we want to shout and how we we'll sing. Now, with the reading, when, when the reading, when the reading, are gathering in, then the Savior will give orders to prepare the bank report. When the reading, are gathering in, are gathering in, and we'll hear his invitation, come ye blessed of the Lord. When the reading, Oh, like snow, we oh, oh, I will shout, rain, and I will oh, the like snow,
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Chaplain John McTernan, and this is our uh, Thursday night prayer time, the prayer for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I hope everybody can see me. There we go. I was, uh, it takes, a, there's a long delay for my uh, picture to come up when I'm on Facebook. So it's up now. I see that I am uh, uh, broadcasting and oh, I gotta do a little house cleaning here and get things straightened up for my. Uh, there we go for my background. Now I have a little problem. Uh, Nate, Nate, my tech man can't be here tonight, and uh, I see a, a problem with the lighting, and I also have a problem. I have a PowerPoint that I put together, and I have the PowerPoint, but for some reason, I can't bring it over to the show. So. I had scriptures like uh, Acts 2 already to be brought up, but those are little things that uh, um, I have these growing pains about. But the big thing is, I've got YouTube running on my own, and I have Pastor Fred here, and well, I'm going to call it the bullpen, Pastor Fred. How's that? <laughs> I don't know if you think that's funny or not, <laughs> but hello, <laughs> i uh, hello,
2: Pastor Fred. Hello, John, and I'm glad you uh, are ready to play.
1: To play? Yeah, well, I have. Let me see if I can. uh, I've got PowerPoint all ready to go. I spent um, quite a bit of time this afternoon putting PowerPoint together. I have a a nice opening for um, um, the show, and um, I couldn't do it, though, because I have PowerPoint. I'm looking right at it, but I just can't bring it up. On the, uh, what does that mean? Transfer it to the uh, yeah to the right know. right. Oh, I think I know what the problem is. Hang on here, we might be able to do it yet. Um, from the beginning, I think that this is it.
2: It's amazing okay. how uh, complicated oh, some of these things are, and then once you get it, it becomes very easy and very very quick to be able to yeah uh,
1: yeah. Well, I'm a little uh hesitant to fool around here because I don't want to knock the show, um, let's see. Oh, yeah, here it is. I think this is it. Now, let's see how this looks. Oh, you can't see it, Pastor Fred. Let's see how this looks. Okay. Yeah, we're up and running. What this is, uh, when the, uh, sound comes on and the shofar blows, I have a picture of, uh, you have the back of a man, uh, like a rabbi looking with a, um, with a prayer shawl on, blowing the shofar. And then um, when the shofar finishes, what I plan on doing then is actually that's there. Then it's um, the rapture. And I have a picture of an old kind of run-down, dilapidated church, a country church. Uh, It looks something like yours, Pastor Fred, to tell you the truth. Uh, Well, not dilapidated, excuse me, I didn't mean to say that, but old, an old country church. It looks, I'll have to send you this, and there's a sign in front of it, and it says, closed due to the rapture. Oh, wonderful. So that's what you'll see with the, uh, the song coming on. And then I have, I open up then with um, the scriptures. So while I'm reading the scriptures, Acts 2, 16 through 21, uh, the people can see it people can see the verse. So that's what I'm going to do now.
2: You're both the producer, director, and uh, graphic artist, and all the things that are required. You're the one-man team. That's wonderful.
1: Well, now, uh, my color is very bad um, because um, I forgot we got special lights. I mean, I'm all washed out. I can see myself.
2: You're not not prejudiced. Don't worry about your color.
1: (laughs) Well... It, it, but the shirt is—it uh, looks like a white shirt, and it's not. And uh, I'm very, very. Uh, my color is very, very washed out. So I want to apologize, to everybody that's watching. But. Um, but
2: isn't that a typical Irish look? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. You uh, couldn't help. Yeah, you'll you'll get the improvement as it goes. It takes experience and practice, and but apparently you're doing quite well from from what we did last time. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and Pastor Fred, I'm very excited because this is uh, enjoyable. I mean, it's really fun uh, to sit down and think of well, we want a nice opening, and what are we going to do? I found those two nice pictures. I have Acts two there, and then what happened was you um, sent me the scriptures for. Tonight, but uh, it was too late. I didn't have time to get to them. But in the future,
2: no,
1: in the future, you um, you send me the scriptures ahead of time, and I'll have them all ready. And then mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I mean, I really did enjoy Tuesday because of the interaction that you were teaching, and then you asked me some questions and that. And I really enjoyed it, Pastor Fred. It was very to me. It was very oh. stimulating.
2: Well, that's good. I, I was uh, had a good time, too. So the more we hear your voice, uh, the more and, and experiences, uh, if I can just um, kind of stimulate them, I, I'd, I'd love to do that.
1: Okay. Well, I think we should um, you know, do that more often, uh, at least for me. Um, I have really, really enjoyed it. So what I did, Pastor Fred, you, of course, you can't see this because you're just in the uh, chat room. Actually, the Uber conference room. But I have Acts uh, chapter 2, 16 verse 21 up on the screen. And then um, uh, I have the uh, punctuation marks, less commas, in bright red. In fact, I bolden them in bright red. Uh, Because I really think hearing it is one thing, but visually seeing it is another. So uh, I'd like to um, read the scriptures and then just talk uh, back and forth with you a little about this because of how important these scriptures are. And these this is what we're going to be praying about tonight. Okay, Pastor Friend? Yeah, sure. All right. No problem. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, semicolon. And it, and it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, colon, Now, um, in my, I should stop here, Um, I I barely uh, passed English. Um, With my background there, I had, um, I grew up with dyslexia, although the Lord has greatly healed me of it. There's still a little there. But when I read, I didn't see punctuation marks. And my spelling, you could spell the word wrong, but if my eye, like, Knew it was profit, let's say, but profit was spelt wrong. I couldn't tell you it was spelt wrong. It was weird. I mean, I would see profit, and even though it was spelt wrong, I knew that was profit, and so to me, it was spelt right. So the the use of grammar, me being a grammar student now, is kind of laughable. But God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, right, Pastor Fred?
2: Absolutely. So,
1: so semicolon, simple. semicolon means two like separate thoughts that are attached together, and they are of equal importance. So when you see a semicolon, that's what it means. It's the second, the two. It's like a sort of like a, uh, a tr- an engine in the train following. You know, they they go together. You they're they're of equal importance. Now a colon. Is um, kind of just a fancy comma. So you could replace a a colon with a comma, really. But a colon kind of stops you more when you're reading than a comma. Uh, That's the way I see it, Pastor Fred. When you come across a colon, that kind of tells you that certain important things are going to follow. But it could be a comma. So in case you didn't know... Semicolon from a colon, that's what I've learned. Okay, but that this is that which spoken by the prophet Joel. Semicolon. And it shall come to pass, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Colon. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Colon. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit. Semicolon. And so that whole thing there is one thought um, after and, and it shall come to pass the last day saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and all those things that I just read is they're all connected together, then it stops at, and I will pour out my uh, and in those days, I'll pour out my spirit semicolon, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Semicolon. So that's all one thought there with those, with those semicolons. And uh, it says, then it says, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Of course, that's con- directly connected to the signs being shown. S- uh, colon. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Colon. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Period. I did some explaining there as I was reading, and I don't know if it messed things up by doing it, but this is all one thought, folks. This is very, very important because this scripture, and also Joel uh, chapter 2, um, uh, there's verses in Joel chapter 2 that, that, in fact, that's where Peter is quoting from. So they go together. But what is of the utmost importance that you, what you realize is what happened on Pentecost didn't end on Pentecost. And I'm sad to say, but there are denominations today that believe that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was on the day of Pentecost. And that's the end of it. Uh, The way that the outpouring was, um, which is not true because if you understand, this is all one thought. What happened on the day of Pentecost is ongoing until the great and notable day of the, of the Lord come, or as Joel says, the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And, and then it ends with, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's exactly uh, how Joel ends so as I see this, Pastor Fred, what happened on Pentecost, and I'm not necessarily talking about, the, I know there were like uh, signs, it, it talks about cloven tongues over their heads, a fire and all of that. Um, oh, but the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as it's listed here in Acts 6, 16-21, will continue to, to, to the great and notable day of the Lord, and all through this time period, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Because when we look in uh, the book of Revelation, chapter 6, and we see the fifth seal, and underneath, uh, in the fifth seal, it takes place under the altar before the throne. There's a, a large host of people in there, a very significant host of people. And uh, they're waiting. They're separate from the people that are before the throne. The people who are before the throne are the bride of the Lord, the church, the bride. And underneath the altar are people waiting for the end of the tribulation period, in which it talks to before the great and notable day of the Lord come. So during the tribulation period, Pastor Fred, there is going to be untold numbers of people coming to the Lord. Now, most of them are going to be martyred, as we see. Um, But because the bride is going to be with the Lord in the rapture, does not mean that the Lord's not saving souls during the tribulation period, Pastor Fred. Have have I made myself clear on that?
2: Yes, yes. The the idea of um, shutting off... Um, Where you're were you saying that um, churches that just believe that that outpouring of the Holy Spirit was for one generation does not even make logical sense? The Lord Jesus said that the um, outpouring of the Holy Spirit would put power to witness. Yes, the people. So yes. the, the power to witness ended after one generation. Is that it? No. And then um, you're saying that it said, uh, "Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord." Uh, People um, won't get an answer or can't call upon the name of the Lord in the next every other generation. It, it does not make any kind of sense.
1: Well, the danger, here's the danger in this,
2: Pastor Fred,
1: is if you believe, not not you, if a person believes that there is no more outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that it ended on the day of, of the time of the apostles, let's say, then they're not, they're not going to pray for it. And if they're not going to pray for it, they're not going to get it. So that's the danger, Pastor Fred. It, it can leave the church, you know, powerless.
2: But not so, only that, it can uh, lead the church to denying one third of the Godhead. Uh, it, it's a very dangerous, dangerous.
1: Um, oh, you're talking about the Holy Spirit.
2: Exactly. Yeah. First, they deny the work of the Holy Spirit. They deny His healing power, His miracle power, His uh, will, um, power to be able to give uh, uh, communication to people. The whole idea of, of Jesus speaking to me you're going to be communicating. It does not mean that they're going to be communicating in in, um, in 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 un, un, something that can't un, be understood, it's it's the preaching of the gospel, the communication of the gospel that is going to uh, um, allow people to call upon the name of the Lord. Uh, it's the power to witness, the power to witness, and without the power to witness, you uh, are not uh, you, you really denied each generation its its ability to come to. Uh, to a knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and and uh, you've denied. It's like saying, God, you didn't send the Holy Spirit to us. He no longer teaches us about Jesus. He is not the one who's the Paraclete or the the lawyer. He's the one who stands alongside, and so he's not around. So we can't honor him, and we don't honor him, and we ignore him. Isn't that the case?
1: Uh, in a subtle way, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the. When they believe that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was a one-time event that took place on the day of Pentecost, then it uh, people do not pray for it, Pastor Fred. They not seek it, and there are other things that spin off from that, like you just articulated. And I had confrontations um, in this ministry over this, and I was told that i was a f i was praying in error that i was praying an error and that i should stop that and that this is the Laodicean era and there will be no outpouring of the holy Spirit i was shocked to tell you the truth the confrontation I had over this and I gave the person acts two sixteen through twenty one and also joel two twenty six there through thirty one and the person quoted to me like um, theologians. And I said, I don't want to hear the theologians. I want to know what uh, Luke wrote in Acts and what Joel wrote. And the person, you know, it was rather an ugly confrontation, and the person left. But I said to them, I want to, I, I want you to tell me after reading Acts 2, and I explained it just like I did now, Is not for today. Because if you're telling me that, then the Bible says whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved is not for today. But I, I was quite shocked and I also there were theologians in there who who she quoted to me that were kind of well known and I didn't I really don't know them that well, but it was kind of shocking to see what they thought and their thinking this person picked up Pastor Fred and then accused me of uh being an error. And then I should, I was leading people into error by praying like this.
2: Well, I, uh, it, I, it's, it's clear. F- it's, it's, it, it is how strange. How you can go into yes. error in fulfilling the word that God said. God said he was going to send the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus said he was going to send the Holy Spirit. And uh, he never said that he was going to send it for one generation. He didn't send it. He did never said that he was going to. Uh, deny the rest of mankind and humanity the power and presence of the Holy Spirit to communicate the gospel. It was it's it's meant for the communication of the gospel for each generation. Uh, that to me is so basic and, and the uh the miraculous part of it or the supernatural part of it is uh is, is is what perhaps some people um can't can't take or don't understand but it was for communicating the gospel in the place of the lord jesus christ just as he did came out to do good lived a life uh, obe- obeyed the heavenly father and um went about doing good healing the sick and preaching the gospel and uh uh, releasing people from their bondages and uh, if only this drug uh, infested generation could understand that they, they'd be released from their, the bondages of their drugs um, and that's just one small portion but it's it's huge right now in our country but uh, this, this idea that there is no power in God's word to uh, bring forth salvation and uh, to allow people to uh, have eternal life and know where they're going after they die, with such a certainty and such a sure surety, just because they have a belief in the Lord Jesus Christ in what who He was, what He did, and that they confess that with their mouth. Um, to deny that from uh, generation after generation of, uh, of humanity in history is, is is ridiculous.
1: Well, um, well, Pastor Fred, you would be uh, blessed of me because. While you were talking, I was figuring out some of the configurations here, and um, I did a little bit of the lighting because the balance was off, and I got it balanced, although I don't have the the other lights on. And um, I'm operating, moving things back and forth. The only thing I can't get – oh, yeah, and I did get the PowerPoint there. So we're on a roll now, and what's very good – is the uh, we're not buffering. Uh, so by me shutting down, I, I just pause the um, uh, carbonite, which is running a copy of everything we're doing. Uh, it's it stopped the draining, and I got a nice solid green all the time. So we're, we're really doing good, Pastor Fred.
2: Now, by uh, taking the carbonite off, does that stop the archiving or not?
1: Yeah, yeah, but there's no reason to archive this. Uh It has its own archive.
2: It has its own archive. Oh, it has its own archiving. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, YouTube uh, archives it. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Well, go ahead with uh, what what you were wanting to uh, deal with.
1: Oh, that's it. I just wanted to um, do a little uh, teaching there on Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to rearrange it for next time because I see... It looks okay to me, but on the screen, it's a little small, the the, the verses. So I'll enlarge it, but uh, we're, I'm getting a handle on it, and I'm very, very pleased, Mr. Friend.
2: Great. Wonderful.
1: And I want to well, say he- ev- hello to everybody in the chat room there. Um, I can see the chat room and the people in it, and they're saying no buffering. Yeah, the no buffering, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, they like it live. Yeah, they like it live. I guess it makes it more real, Pastor Fred. We're very visual people now, this era we live in, so I think it uh, makes things more real when they can uh, see you maybe than just hear you all the time. So I finished what I wanted to um, finish, and I think we're on the roll now for you, Pastor Fred, if you have a little teaching for us, and we want to get into prayer. And uh, the situation in the country is uh, really serious now because um, the violence is, uh, it's its like we're on the verge, it feels, Pastor Fred.
2: Well, there was a concerted attack, a planned attack, to take out um, the leadership uh, of, of the nation. What how far from the presidency is the uh, the whipper of the House, of, of, the, well, of the party that's in power?
1: Well, um, the Speaker of the House is, like, well, probably the second most powerful individual. The, um, the Vice President is in line for the President, but is really powerless. But when you look at the Speaker of the House... Um, He's very very impo- uh, powerful, and he's in line, you know, right after the president to assume power. And then the whip is um, right underneath the speaker of the house to the word. They use the word whip because you're supposed to get everybody in line to vote along with the speaker. That's why they're called so the, the manager,
2: basically of
1: of the of the whole um, yeah. It, it would be uh, no, of their well, party. No, yeah, the party. It, It kind of would be, the whip would kind of be like the leader of the Republicans. Then you also have one on the Democrat side. But the uh, Speaker of the House is in charge of the entire operation of the House of Representatives. So the whip is a very um, sort of powerful uh, individual, and that's why the police were there with him because of his position of authority, uh, they were there by law, I guess you could say, they were assigned to guard him. So that's why the police were there.
2: In the natural, there is no hope for this man, uh, the way his pelvis was shattered and, and organs were destroyed and arteries were cut. And unless there's prayer made, and as there has been and we continue to make, the man will uh, survive, uh, but it's it's very, very, uh, in the natural, it is not a good scene.
1: Yeah, apparently, Pastor Fred, uh, the bullet either sh- um, disintegrated itself or the bones, and it drove uh, the bones and, and or the, the lead from the bullet up into the body cavity, so it caused tremendous it's causing tremendous hemorrhaging and also some of those fragments got into the organs so this was like a kind of a massive wound because when i originally heard he was shot the original i think it was in the leg well i figured well maybe it was a femoral artery there and they could um they could you know through pressure stop the bleeding and save him but it was much worse than that wherever he was shot it just shattered uh, his pelvis and drove, I guess, uh, fragments all through his intestines and maybe into his stomach and things like that. So yeah, it's really, it's really, it's really serious, Pastor Fred.
2: Yeah, there's, there's no way in the natural he can survive uh, unless the Lord gives wisdom to these doctors and, uh, there is um, wisdom from above to uh, and healing power from above, and we need to pray for him. Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah,
1: apparently they have to operate in sequence. You know, they have to operate and do this, and then once they do that, they have to operate and do this. So there's a series of sequences they have to do um, to to save them.
2: Yeah the um we had um, an employee we have still have an employee who was run over on his motorcycle, his pelvis was basically shattered completely, and they had to put all kinds of pins in there and they're taking them out this coming week it's um uh, that's after about six months after he survived. Uh, so that's just that aspect of it the bone aspect but then there's there's all these other things from that bullet that would have destroyed as well as uh, the bone and the, uh, the the shrapnel or whatever it was from the bullet we don't know what kind of bullet it was do we
1: no no i haven't heard i haven't heard it on the news no
2: The other thing that was remarkable was that nobody uh, got hurt above their, above their, well, he got it in the thigh, but above that torso. Um, This gentleman was not a very good military, uh, but even though he had spent time, uh, in my opinion, uh, planning this whole thing, it, uh, it was of the Lord that he did not hit them in the head. Or didn't wasn't such a good shot in that respect, or something. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's the way it should have been. I'm just saying that every everyone who got hurt was hurt in the in the legs, weren't they? Other than uh, one of the lobbyists, and and how about the police? Uh, they I do It was all uh, lower lower kind of uh, hits. Yeah. Yeah. If, if
1: the police, uh, the, one was shot in the foot and then the uh, the police officer that pumped a lot of bullets into the bad guy was um, I think he was shot in the leg and he put see, every, everything was down low yeah, and what was that all about I have coming? no idea but he was able to stop um, and I don't think any particular shot was fatal but he hit him enough times to eventually kill him but he was heading the shooter was heading through the gate, onto the field. He was
2: like in a pen uh, of of animals. He could have killed 25 congressmen. exactly,
1: exactly. That's the whole thing. They were trapped, and there were senators and congressmen. there. I don't know how many, but there was a substantial amount. So they all could have been severely wounded or killed.
2: It was a warning from the
1: Lord for them all. I think so, Uh, yeah. I do, I really do believe that, that the warning from the Lord is... This incident was like the canary dying in the mine.
2: Yeah, obviously. There were many things that led up to it. And uh, would have, um, I mean, many things that were horrible, evil things that were said about the leadership of the country, which should not be said in public. And uh, we should pray for that. We we pray. The Lord makes it very clear and simple. Deliver us from evil. Pray that we might be delivered from evil. All right, let's pray for that situation and thank the Lord that uh, you have the uh, YouTube and uh, all those aspects of it uh, improving all the time and that it will be a great blessing to to many, Um, this live look at um, your teaching and and your ability to uh, share the Word and put those uh, scriptures up and allow people to um, enjoy in, in a clearer manner these things. Shall we pray? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for this YouTube presentation. We thank you for the Uber. We thank you for Skype. We thank you for the Internet. We thank you for the chat room. We thank you for the Internet being used for the glory and the purposes of God. It's an, an amazing thing that you have allowed. And We thank you for the number of people uh, that have been won to the Lord through the, the digital age and how you have allowed your Holy Spirit to be poured out in this manner, uh, it's a manner of communicating the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in, in modern times. And we thank you for it, and we ask for your continued blessing, both for John as he uh, as he continues to teach and as we pray together. Uh, we pray, too, for this situation with this uh, uh, whip of the house, um, this uh, Sinise, this gentleman that was uh, from Louisiana, that was uh, gunned down, and for the others, Lord, that were gunned. We're praying for your blessing and for your miraculous power to work with the doctors and for his uh, room to be surrounded by angels and healing power of the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, hear the prayers of God's people as they pray and seek your face for a government that would... uh, be sustained and kept by the power of God, rather than by the evil forces of men, to be destroyed. So we thank you and we bless your holy name and thank you for hearing our prayer. And we join together in asking, Lord, that um, this uh, this injury upon this uh, whip of the of the house would um, would be would be healed, would be healed, and that the enemy would not win in this situation. This we we thank you for, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, We're we're reading from um, chapter 19. It'll be a peripheral look at it today uh, of a psalm. It's an amazing psalm in that it uh, deals with two aspects of uh, God's Word. And John, I want you to uh, make some comments on it as we go um it's it's uh, very precise that you have this uh shepherd who knew a lot about nature and was always out in nature up until he was what 17 18 um looking after his father's sheep and then uh, being chased by uh, uh, by King Saul for for a long time in his life and he was always out in the in nature and uh he could then write this particular psalm. There is um, another indication here that um, the, the zodiac that has been made into a horoscope, which is evil evil people have taken up and made into f- fortune telling, which we want nothing to do with, uh, but it, there's an indication that within, uh, within creation, within the skies, there is the, the message of, of the gospel of Christ. It uh and even even the uh very um simple uh daily aspect of the sun rising, reminding us of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's beautiful. And so you have the creative story uh in this psalm, um, and then you also have the word. And they're both uh indications of God. They're both telling us ...about our Heavenly Father revealing Him to us. So let's just quickly read uh, 1 to 7. Um, John, would you like to read part of it?
1: Sure. The heavens declare, declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. I'll just finish it. Right. Where, uh, Which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoice, rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Now that's verse 7, Fred. Best Fred, do you want me to continue? Yeah, keep going, keep going. The statue of the Lord is right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, and and are righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, much more uh, fine gold. Sweeter are they than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them thy servant is warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer.
2: An amazing, amazing psalm. Um, Only can be written by someone who uh, knew God's word, knew what uh, nature, how nature preached of the gospel, and uh, led us to the Lord Jesus Christ. From um, creation shows God's glory, Psalm nineteen one to six. The word shows His grace, Psalm nineteen seven to eleven, and then David prays for grace. Um, Psalm 19, uh, 12 to 14. So he has praise and prayer which are mingled. And he sings to the work of God in the world without and pleads for the work of grace in himself and within. It's like two books he's talking about. One is the book of nature and uh, and creation. And uh, the other one is um, the the book of God's word and the different uh, aspects of God's word. Uh, which which I love to uh, to see written in different uh, ways. He talks about the statutes, the law, the testimony, uh, the, the fear of the Lord, the judgments of the Lord um, uh, in that second part of the book of what he's talking about. So the book of nature has three leaves, heaven, earth, and sea. And uh, it starts off with the glory of God. It's expounded by the heavens. And uh, now, uh, how often do we? And the, the point being that we're not so much out in the farm farming world, and 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 uh, as there was day, right up till uh, the industrial revolution. I imagine nature was was in in the middle of everything daily with most folks. But uh, today, you you see, uh, with, from what it talks about, the heavens declare the glory of God. Uh, the firmament shows his handiwork. It's talking about his infinite power, his variety and complexity seen in the stars, but also in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's talking about how wonderful and how illuminating and, and glorious is the Lord Jesus. It's the brightness of his glory, as it says in Hebrews one three, And the signs established in the stars by God, Genesis one fourteen when he arranged the constellation uh, job talks about it himself originally set forth pictorially the divine plan of redemption through the coming seed of the woman genesis 3:15 so uh, this is a lot more than just reading the heavens declare the glory of god it's talking the glory of god and, and and what he is telling us that we see in the in the sky is um something very powerful and something very telling Um, you also have uh, the indication in, what is it in Romans, John? You know that first chapter of Romans where it talks about, what is that verse, 120?
1: About what, Pastor
2: About creation, telling us that, uh, uh, revealing to us uh, about our God. Uh,
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know the exact verse there, but yes, it's like if if we're not polluted with man's philosophy— uh, if if we didn't go to college and we're t- taught about evolution and that the universe was created by chance and all of these lies, then we could see God's glory and his creative ability uh, purely, like through the creation.
2: Romans 1.20 kind of um, giving it uh, colloquially, God's invisible things as his eternal power and Godhead are clearly seen by the creation of the world, being understood by the things that are made.
1: Right, exactly. But it's it's. But what's amazing, Pastor Fred, is today you'll have evolutionists. And the more science advances, the more it utterly destroys evolution, but the more they twist it to believe in evolution, if you follow what I'm saying. So if you yeah. just looked at the creation itself and the intricacy of it, uh, how it's all flowed together and tied together the complexity of the human brain, which is impossible for anything but a creator to do. It's impossible. Um, the the creation would declare God's glory. You could, in a sense, you couldn't see re- maybe redemption in the na- na- uh, in nature, but you could see God's power and creation
2: in nature. Well, that's exactly what this psalm is saying, exactly. You can see God's glory, and you need the Word in order to uh, understand um, and accept uh, who God is. But here you can, um, day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Um, He is letting us know that, uh, in verse 4, their line is gone throughout all the earth, and their words to the end of the world there's a language that god has given to us in the in the sky and in the stars and in uh, uh, in the weather and in in all of nature in in the leaf in the snowflake in you name it like you said uh in human beings in in the design and plan uh it's it's utterly amazing so the heavens declare the glory of god but all come short of the glory of god romans 3:23 and so but it says we're without excuse, as it says in Romans one twenty. You don't have an excuse if you fail to see a creator through this through his creation. Yeah, um, and
1: that's what the ancients did is they worshiped the creation rather than the creator. That's what Paul writes about in Romans one. You know, you've got this creation that they're worshiping, but it's a creation. That means there had to be a creator. And they don't want to do that. They rather worship the creation rather than the creator.
2: And, and human beings seem to want that kind of uh, yeah. a, a thing. Isn't that amazing? So uh, we are told that uh, the heavens declare or are declaring uh, for the uh, continuing testimony as intended by the by by everything that we see in the heavens, the particles, every moment, God's existence, God's power, God's wisdom, and God's goodness. And we should see more of that. We should be more aware of the fact that uh, what we've been given uh, in uh, in creation, because he is the creator. And uh, we, we speak so blithely of the weather and uh, how unhappy we are when it's to this or to that. Um, so I suppose, as, as Christians, we should be more um, recognizing that the Lord has given to us His glory, and uh, He's given it to us through His creation, and that um, it leads us to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because, look, verse five. This is beautiful, and, and I see the I see the uh, every morning I see the uh, sunrise. Which is as the bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run the race. Every morning I see the sunrise. I I think of the bridegroom coming out of his chamber. And who's the bridegroom, folks? Who's the bridegroom that we are to uh, that we worship, that we love? Who's the bridegroom who's coming for us? Who's the bridegroom who obeyed his heavenly Father and uh, came down to this earth and uh, Brought God with us and was called Emmanuel, but was also given the name of uh, uh, the Prince of Peace and the uh, the counsel of the Mighty God uh, the and the Everlasting Father. There's the Triune God. There's the the Oneness between God and Himself. And so it's this this here is talking to us about the Lord Jesus Christ in in uh, in nature, in creation. We see Him. Uh, it's it's telling us, it's reminding us that uh, there's a bridegroom who comes out of his uh, chamber, and uh, and then it, let me just keep reading on here. You know what? And rejoice, he's going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit to the end of the earth, and there is nothing hid from him from the heat thereof. Now the sun uh, provides radiation for life, doesn't it? Uh, the Hebrew word doesn't refer to the sun's daily orbit, but to that which goes forth from the sun itself. That is the heat thereof. We're talking about now the sun when it comes up. Its radiant energy sustains all life on earth and energizes the entire solar system. Who is the bridegroom who's coming out of his chamber, who gives to us life eternal? and who also holds everything in his hands, and by whom all things consist. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And and that picture, that example of the sun uh, radiating energy, uh, which sustains life on earth without the radiation of the sun, and it's always giving out. That's what the sun does. If we only could realize his... his, um, eternal mercy his everlasting mercy he's always giving out to us and we have a reminder every day the sun comes up how do you like that john
1: well i really like it because um immediately when i saw this which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber that is exactly the rapture of the church uh, Titus, that's why i brought it up <laughs> a titus two thirteen looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So there he is, the bridegroom coming out of his chamber. His going forth is from the end of heaven and his circuit to the ends and nothing is hid from the heat thereof. Now, Pastor Fred, um, there's two applications to this. One is the rapture, but the other is as his second coming. And his second coming... Uh, Our God is a consuming fire. And who can look into the sun, Pastor Fred? Maybe at sunrise, when the sun is low in the sky, you can look at it, or it's setting. But when the sun is is in the heavens, there shining, you can't look at it. You'll, You'll burn your eyes. And that's exactly what's going to happen at the Lord's second coming. Exactly. He's going to be shining in his glory. And he's going to look like um, his, his radiating glory is going to be like the sun. It's going to melt the flesh of people. Their eyes are going to melt. Their tongue is going to melt in its socket. That's uh, Zechariah chapter uh, 14. And then in 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, it says that he's going to destroy the Antichrist with the brightness of his coming. You see the brightness of his coming. So what a connection. Boy, that, that's preaching scripture right there, Pastor Fred. Right there is some
2: there, really good preaching scripture. There is nothing scripture. hid from the heat thereof. It's, it's uh, all-embracing. It's everyone. Um, uh, but also, uh, the interesting thing, talking about the sun uh, radiating energy and uh, energizing the uh, entire solar system, the laws of thermodynamics, heat power, are the most important and universal laws of science. Now, where people say that science and religion can't mix is, is just utterly detestable. The scripture makes it very clear that science and, and, and uh, the, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Heavenly Father, uh, He's the creator of science. And the sun's heat going forth from its surface provides the basic energy for all Earth's processes. So in the natural, uh, we have this, uh, when you feel the heat of the sun, you got to say, God, I feel your power. The first law, conservation of energy and quantity, and the second law of thermo- thermodynamics, decay of uh, energy quality, ultimately depend upon the sun's heat for their meaningful existence and operation. And that's, we all Depend. Our heartbeat is held by uh, the heavenly Father. We we are kept by power through the, the the faith in the Son of God. We we are kept by Him. Do we know that He sustains us? He keeps us. And so the picture of nature, this creation in nature, was of, of uh, Psalm nineteen one to uh, one to six is is so. Uh, and then talking to us about the rapture, talking to us about the second coming, uh, It's and, and I don't think people have an excuse to uh, not, but then it's not relayed, it's not put together. So many people have no clue uh, that uh, the Son uh, does all those things and that it's an uh, example of God's continuing power and uh, His infinite um a variety of complexity seen in the stars and in the constellation but but that's what the Lord Jesus Christ is to us he is all these things by him all things consist he is before all things john one he's he's, he's there john isn't isn't he he's yeah. everything
1: yeah yeah in the beginning was the word the word was with god the word was god the same was in the beginning with god
2: so we have. I thought that would be good just to um, end there, and not to go on to the the, the, the statutes and the laws. We'll, we'll talk more about that another time. Um, but it's it's absolutely amazing as we go into it further contemplation of nature and uh, what it means to us. Science has a foundation, and so has religion. Let them unite their foundations, and basis will be broader. And they will be two compartments of one great fabric reared to the glory of God. Let one be the outer and the other the inner court. In the one let all look and admire and adore, and in the other let those who have faith kneel and pray and praise. Let one be the sanctuary where human learning may present its riches in as an offering to God, and the other the holiest of all, separated by it from a, a veil rent in twain and in which on a blood-sprinkled mercy seat we pour out the love of a reconciled heart and hear the oracles of a living God. That's from an ancient, uh, ancient one about talking about uh, we've often seen and uh, mourned over the attempts made by the works of God against the Word of God. People have said, you know, these works are science. They've got nothing to do with God. And they're not. Science isn't in uh, an opposition to God science has a foundation in god and uh, so we as we contemplate nature let's not give up to the world uh, the invisible things that of god that are eternal uh, that can be clearly seen you know, even though the heavens they tell us this and the firmament shows this and day tells this the night certifies this the sound of the thunder proclaims it as it were in every land Nature, the, the the tornadoes, the the uh, the hurricanes and hurricanes and and uh, the weather, the sun, which as a bridegroom cometh out of his chamber, tells us about the Lord Jesus. But it's we experience it all, but we don't look upon it as the heavens declare the glory of God. But they do, they do, they do. Let's have prayer, John. If you'd pray, uh, is this uh, commun- communion time too?
1: I don't know. I'm so engrossed on other things. Let me take a yeah, look it's at. The, it's the second. Uh, no, it's a, this is the third. The date? Oh, the yeah. first and the third? Yeah, so I have to incorporate that into the new um, information, so I'm not prepared for it.
2: No, that's fine. I mean, we'll, uh, we can we'll do get it next to week. things.
1: Now, Pastor uh, Fred. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. All right. Well, you were
2: um,
1: teaching there. I did a little um, explore, exploring of the word, and it's very interesting. Right here in Psalm 19 is the first time the word bridegroom appears in the Bible. And then it appears in Isaiah sixty-one ten and uh, Isaiah 62, five, one, uh, 61, sixty one ten and 62, 5. And that has to do, uh, 61.10 is following right on the heels of the Lord um, healing the brokenhearted, going into the millennial reign. Isn't that, isn't that neat?
2: Wow, wow. So- read, read, read this. Uh, have you got the passage there?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. Isn't that nice? He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as the bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Beautiful. Now, verse 62.5. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Now, that this is all these scriptures are all referenced to the millennial reign. And we know, we know during the millennial reign, Israel is called Beulah Land. Wow. And then the, the most, well, there's a couple in Jeremiah, there's one in Joel, but then the most of them are in the New Testament. And of course, you know, we've got the parables about the uh, virgins waiting for the bridegroom.
2: Right, yes. That's a uh, very important one.
1: And it's interesting in the uh, in the scriptures there the Lord refers himself to the bridegroom while he was working on walking on earth as a like sort of a parable. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then they shall fast in those days.
2: Couldn't be more specific than that, could you? No, no, no. He's calling himself the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. The for Israel.
1: So there you go. But uh, And um, the very first um, use of the bridegroom in the scriptures is um, Isaiah 19.5. And that is really powerful because, like I said, immediately... When I read that, or oh, yeah, it, what shot out in my in my mind or stood out in my mind was um, Titus two thirteen because the Lord is coming
2: as the bridegroom. The witness is there, isn't it? And He's telling us, look up, uh, and and day by day you can see you can see me. You can uh, understand me. You can know that I'm around. You know that I'm here. But uh, the, the, all these little—all these not little—all these powerful reminders—and uh, we we kind of gloss over those things when we read. You know, the, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament. Uh, but it's it's they're all pictures and and uh, teaching us. Um, uh, like just the sun, beneficially comforts the world so Christ the Son of God reaches his benefits unto all people, unto all men and women so that they receive them thankfully and not refuse them disobediently it's uh, it's a beautiful beautiful picture that the psalmist David uh, who, who knew nature and uh, lived in uh, amongst nature for the first year uh, formative years of his life especially, and um, he, uh, he was able to, to pen that beautiful psalm and give to us knowledge about God's glory, both in, in creation and then he goes to talk about it in, in, in his word, how important and wonderful, like, uh, like honey and like uh, more to be desired than gold. Uh, is is God's word, and we can praise and, and thank him for his grace for us.
1: Pastor let's thank Fred, him
2: for it.
1: You know, Let's thank Go him, ahead. but I've stumbled across something here that I've never seen in the word before. And, uh, boy, I think we've opened up a gold mine in, uh, from Psalm 19, and I do want to get to prayer, but the very first... Uh, usage of the bridegroom in uh, the New Testament is Matthew 9.15 9, and, and it talks here about the bridegroom being with them but the days come when the bridegroom shall be taken away and then they shall, now look at the word fast. Now you go into Matthew 25 and you get the parable there of the, of the virgins and the bridegroom and you have one two, three, four, and there uh, there's a teaching there about waiting for the bridegroom and then you get into mark 219 the bridegroom it says you're not to fast in the presence of the bridegroom because it's supposed to be joyful a joyful event wow. there's two mark 220 um when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them then they shall fast in those days there's the three witnesses luke 534 um, can you make the children of the bride bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? There's four. Uh, Luke 5.35. But in those days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then they fast in those days.
2: Um, you can't be too uh, unspecific about the bridegroom, can you? It's it's uh, the bridegroom is 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 clearly because the marriage supper of the lamb the bridegroom will be there. Uh, It's it's amazing how you start to look at different aspects of scripture how it becomes illuminates.
1: Five times there, Pastor Fred, it says when the bridegroom is taken, uh, then you will fast. So I would say that's an admonition down through the ages. That while the Lord is in heaven and we're waiting for Him, fasting should be part of our uh, of our our uh, worship of the Lord. Or
2: I don't well, know what fasting you- includes that what's in uh, Isaiah fifty-eight, uh, caring for the hungry, and yes. um, what were all those things. That fasting is involved involves more than just um, not having food, but that's part of it. Fasting involves reaching out to the, the hungry and the poor. and the um, What are all those words in Isaiah 58? Is it 58? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at
1: it right now. Um, is it not to deal it's thy bread bread to the hungry, and uh, thou bring the poor that are cast out in thine house, and when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth, as in the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy rear reward.
2: Is there any? Uh, is there any then uh, um, reason as to why people are so unhappy? They're not fasting, and look at what happens when you fast, and look what a true fast is. It's reaching out to others, giving, fasting some of your money and fasting some of your food, and sharing it with others uh, who are in need, deep, deep need. That's so important. And God then, what's the blessing involved in that? The light will shine, you'll be happy um you're you're a lot better off, aren't you? Fasting has got to have some tremendous blessings john doesn't it
1: L- uh, this is look at this here uh, isaiah fifty eight six is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness to undo heavy burdens to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke
2: <laughs> there it is. There it is, and that's what Abba Father's Fellowship does, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, I kind of, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I don't know how these things drift out of your mind, but we got to get back to that and reading um, that covenant, because that, that covenant seemed to really, things seemed to really take off after we started praying that covenant. But let's pray right now, Pastor Fred, because we want to we pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit.
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to be part of uh, your kingdom, your word. Thank you for uh, revealing it to us. Thank you for showing us creation is uh, telling us about the, the power and the glory of God, but also about your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, remind us in through creation... Uh, so that we won't have any excuse, but that we'll be continually reminded of your wonders and your your awesome care for each one of us. Just like the sun uh, radiates and gives energy uh, to 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 everything on Earth, and gives to us all that science uh, can explain in the laws of thermodynamics, first and the second, and uh, that you are. Uh, sustaining us through your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh both spiritually, physically, and that we have all things in him, and He gives to us all things that uh, um, pertain unto life and godliness it it's It's so true, Heavenly Father, your word is so true. we thank you for the the teaching on the bridegroom Lord, we thank you for the for the rapture uh that is is to come. We thank you for the, the the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for our Father's fellowship and ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit through this um, um, organization, this, this um, fellowship, that there may be more and more uh, pastors who are brought into the fold so that they can... Uh, Um, be uh, trained and taught and disciples concerning the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, healing broken hearts, that there would be an outpouring of your Holy Spirit uh, amongst the Muslim people in many different countries, as we have seen in Pakistan and India and in Africa. Heavenly Father, we continue to pray for all those uh, wonderful pastors who work so hard and so diligently sharing your word, wanting to um, um, print more literature uh, to give out to their people concerning the um, broken-hearted Lord, concerning the uh, 666, concerning the um, uh, Jesus Christ setting men free, um, the booklet, We're, we're praising you, God. We're thanking you. We're blessing you. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, for his shed blood, for the fact that he bring salvation to all who believe in Him and who repent and follow Him and believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. How we thank You and praise You. We continue to ask, Lord, for an outpouring of Your Holy Spirit. As You have promised, Lord, we understand and know that that Holy Spirit pouring out upon Christians gives to them power to witness power to see uh, people's lives healed, power for their hearts to be healed and power for them to be released from bondages in the prison house of drugs and alcohol and smoking and uh, so many other things that harm the body. Heavenly Father, hear our prayer concerning an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Give to us that which we need in prayer so that we may release Uh, your uh, wonderful Holy Spirit upon this earth. For, Lord, we know that you teach us to pray that your will be done on earth, uh, that your kingdom come on earth, and that uh, we wrestle not just against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. Allow us to pray, Lord, continually to deliver us from evil. For, Lord, you're the only one who has that power. We know that the enemy, the father of lies, tries to steal away from us the faith that you have placed within our hearts. We pray that that seed that you have placed, that seed of faith, that grace that you have poured into us, for we are saved by, uh, by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works should any man boast. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can come to you that we can pray, that we can seek your face. I ask for your blessing to be upon each one who joins with us, that you give them the desires of their hearts. There are those who seek to uh, be more loving. There are so, so, uh, both to their spouses and to their family. There are those who seek to be uh, greater witnesses of you. There are those who seek healing and strength to be able to be a testimony even in their difficulties and trials. Lord, uh, answer their prayers. Give them that which they desire as they follow you and as they seek your face. But above all, Lord, we join together in uh, a plea, a cry, for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit for this generation, for the young, for the old, for all those who cry out to the Lord. And may there be many more who are led to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation and for hearts to be healed and for lives to be uh, um, uh, fulfilled and, and allowed them to find their purpose in you in all their ways to acknowledge you. And we know then that you'll direct our paths. Bless those who hear and pray with us and may they sense and understand and know that the bridegroom is ready to call them. The bridegroom is ready to be with them. But Lord, we know that he's telling us to fast. And we're praying that we might continue continue that fast until we see him. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you for your teaching and for your love. Amen. Amen. Amen, Pastor
1: Fred. Amen. I think we, uh, we need a song, and um, I got my... Music over here to my left. So let me get the music. And I think we're going to play, uh, again, it's limited because of copyright. But how about, um, well, I think this one would go good with Psalm 19. Here we go Kathleen Harris, and he is Jehovah. Go! Yeah. the music was going on. Pastor Zephaniah uh, contacted me through Skype and we Skyped a little and the boy there whose leg was severely inf- infected and his parents died and the grandmother that couldn't take care of him. And he was only about uh, three or four years old. Anyways, the leg is healed up <clears throat> very, very well. And the doctors are very, very pleased by it. So um, that's really exciting. And then uh, Pastor Zephaniah said that he's met many, many pastors there, and new pastors in uh, Uganda, Uganda, where he goes to school. And he said the pastors are from northern Uganda, the Congo, and Rwanda. And they're all joining Abba Father's International Fellowship. So there we go, Pastor Fred. It's uh, continually getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the Lord is doing something tremendous in Africa as we've been praying for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So you want to continue praying until you have to leave, and then I'll pick it up?
2: Amen. Thank you, Lord. We have joined together to um, come before your throne of grace. You've told us to boldly enter that throne uh, because of the Lord Jesus Christ and for what he has done for us. We, we ask forgiveness for our sin. We seek your face, Lord, in order to uh, hallow uh, the Heavenly Father and to be able to come before him uh, in repentant hearts and hearts that have faith as we pray. Uh, we, we praise you and thank you for answers to prayer, for this answer concerning this uh, the infection and the uh, the, the serious um, um Problem with that that boy's foot. We pray that he may be able to walk uh, normally, and that his uh, his life will will be preserved. And even as you have uh, sent Pastor Zephaniah into his uh, into his life, Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, this young orphan who lost his parents, being taken up. And and you have cared for him, you've set your angels around him and now you have given to him care and uh, your healing, you've healed his foot, his his leg. We thank you, Lord, we thank you. Uh you are one who hears and answers prayer. Uh we, we don't believe enough, Lord, about that, but we're confessing, Heavenly Father, that as we seek your face and pray more, we are opening our hearts into believing more and more of the fact that you hear and answer prayer and that you hear us and answer the prayers that we pray together concerning uh, Pastor Zephaniah, Pastor Jamil, and uh, all the pastors. But we thank you for Pastor Zephaniah, his schooling, and all his contacts, Lord. And for the special um, meetings that he's going to be having with John, uh, in July, we're asking for your in the beginning of July, we're asking for your blessing upon that. That the details of those meetings will be all worked out. That the uh, um, the natural things that need to be done for placing uh, so many people together in uh, in, in in one uh, occasion, one place, uh, that the the details will be worked out. That the pro- uh, provision will be there. And that the safety will be there, and that you will bring the right people together. And those who are seeking you for salvation, may there be literally hundreds, and then uh, literally thousands, Lord, as a result of these meetings uh, with the the pastors and with the the folk. And as they go out, um, proclaiming your word within the town, how we thank you, Lord, for their witness. And we're praying, Lord, that they would um, touch many a, uh, a Muslim and a, uh, a heathen life to turn them over to the Lord Jesus. Uh, close down the mosques, Lord, as you have amen. been doing. Amen, amen, and, amen. And uh, bring, uh, bring in the imams to uh, the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, where This is our prayer, Lord. This is the goal we believe that you've brought us to. And we've been fasting and praying, Lord, to uh, see these things come about. And we want to continue to do that. We thank you for each member of uh, each one who joins together with uh, our Father's Fellowship. We thank you for the way in which you have led each one, uh, for the miracles that you have brought into their lives, for salvation that you have given to each one of them. We wouldn't be joined together, Lord, if it wasn't for you and your work. And the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ in our heart, we wouldn't be joined together, Lord, if we hadn't been praying for an outpouring of Your Holy Spirit. And so we thank You for that and uh, ask for another outpouring of Your Holy Spirit in this uh, in this convocation, in this time together, when uh, Pastor John and Pastor Zephaniah and others testify and preach uh, in in the beginning of July in this this town in. Uh, In Africa, Lord, prepare the place, but also protect it, Lord. Protect it from evil. Uh, Bind the work of the enemy that would try to stop the outpouring of your Holy Spirit from uh, convicting people of of their sin, of of righteousness and of judgment, and of uh, revealing the Lord Jesus Christ to uh, dead hearts. How we thank you that you bring people from death to life, from uh, darkness to light, only you can do that, Lord. And so we praise you and thank you. We thank you for the glory of God in nature and in the firmament and in all that we have on this uh, on this earth that you have created. So much, Lord, that uh, we could learn, we should learn to uh, praise you and thank you, even as we uh, prayed concerning or read concerning the sun coming up each day. Uh, like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, reminding us of the Lord Jesus Christ who's coming soon. We thank you, Heavenly Father. And then we pray for Pastor Jameel, and uh, we thank you, Lord, for being with him concerning the uh, the time when he had to go concerning his uh, father-in-law who was uh, buried, uh, died, and and. Um, buried we're thanking you for the testimony there we're thanking you heavenly father for the results of uh, those folk who were heard about the ministry of the lord jesus healing broken hearts and now they want to have meetings and they want literature heavenly father provide the literature we thank you for that it's been uh, translated to these languages to urdu and telugu we thank you for the languages in uh, in in Africa, Swahili, and uh, the Uganda, and uh, Rwandan, and Congolese, the Congo languages, and South Sudan, Arabic, and also many different languages, Lord, that you've allowed this uh, literature concerning the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, healing broken hearts. Lord God, we pray that you might continue to allow more, of these uh, materials to be printed and to be distributed they all cost a little bit of money and uh, we're asking that you allow these pastors to uh find the means to um, print more that they may have the finances and also for bibles lord to be used and sent to the the individual pastors that would help them in their ministries uh, but Lord, we think right now of, of Pastor Jamil and the outreach to come, concerning the uh, as a result of the uh, the funeral of uh, or the the memorial service concerning his father-in-law, and uh, which opened hearts to pastors there. Uh, we're asking Lord that that literature uh, can be printed and and uh, used and distributed in a, in a great uh, measure. We pray too for the pastors in India for Pastor um, Reinhardt and for Pastor David, Lord. Uh, India is a vast country, Lord, and has tremendous needs. Heavenly Father, provide the means for those tribal languages to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ healing broken hearts. Lord God, don't keep them in the dark, I pray. And that's part of the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Unless your Holy Spirit can be poured out, unless you... Uh, bring the, the the workers into the harvest field, Lord. Uh, the people are left in darkness. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what you are doing. We thank you for the workers that will go out. We thank you for the literature that will be sent and uh, paid for. We thank you for hearts that uh, send finances in for this literature. How we praise you, Lord, and thank you for the joining together of forces in prayer for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We do it, Lord, because we believe that the Bridegroom is is truly coming soon. We believe that he will be coming out of his chamber. We believe that he will be calling and the trumpets will sound and uh, we will all go to meet him in the air. I thank you, Lord, for all those who are waiting called the dead in Christ. I thank you for each one of them for 2,000 years now as they've waited for the trumpet call, for the voice of the archangel, and for the trump of God. How we thank you for all the plans that you have for us. We bless your holy name. We thank you for this opportunity to pray. And I thank you for each one that joins in with us in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen, Pastor Fred. Amen. All right, we had a good night tonight. That was one of the most enlightening teachings I can, that Psalm 19. Wow, we uh, we learned a lot, Pastor Fred,
2: from that. Well, thank you for sharing it with us and uh, uh, sharing together. It, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it really is.
1: It really is. That's why I wanted you to uh, teach on the Rapture. Oh, Pastor Fred, I'm going to ask you to teach again on the Rapture, maybe in a month or so, and I tell you why. Um, The teaching you did was excellent, but I had technical problems, and we got off on delays and technical problems, which kind of makes it like a little not professional, if if you know what I mean. Right. So, so I'm thinking, uh, man, I want to make sure everything's running smooth, and then we'll do the same thing again, Um, but hopefully it'll with no interruptions. And then I want to keep that. Because I have four parts, and then yours will be the fifth part. Okay.
2: Okay, it'll be the resurrection, uh, the rapture, and the return.
1: Okay, that's how we'll title it. Okay. Now the Perfect. only. Thank you. Okay. The only thing is, I don't know if I kept your the um, PowerPoint. I yeah, I must have saved it. I didn't delete it, so I must have it. If not, oh, I'll okay. a- I'll ask you for the scriptures
2: again. To have yeah, yeah, I can be, yeah, I can send it again.
1: But I don't need it right yet. Well, I'll let
2: you know. No, but when we're when we're willing to do it, when we're yes. able to do it uh, yes. without a hitch. Yeah, things so are working out fine by the look of it. You've got things improving constantly, and we'll keep praying and asking all those too, because it's a new outreach and it's a further outreach that's uh, easier and and live and uh, it should uh, produce fruit.
1: Well, I'm actively working now on the webinars. Which Mm -hmm. what what we're doing now is taking us to another level. But the webinar would take us to a even a higher higher level, where we would do we could do a service live with Pastor Jamil over in Pakistan or Pastor um, Zephaniah in uh, Kenya. We could have um, dozens or hundreds of pastors together uh, praying. We could be praying with them and all in one accord, praying for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Um, we can have teaching webinars going on, so this the webinar is going to take us to another level. And soon as I get this all under control, in fact, actually, I started on it today with Jamil. Um, we I told him about it, and he's starting on his end. So that's the next goal now, Pastor Fred, is to do the webinars.
2: Well, things are improving all the time. Okay. And what you should
1: do is go to YouTube. I'll send you the link and look at the shows.
2: Okay. Will do. Okay.
1: All right, Pastor Fred. God bless. Oh, let me. uh, I got the song for you. I need Jesus. Here we go.
3: Deep and Ah. Uh.
1: I need Jesus has um, not changed in all of these years. It was the same a uh, 100 years ago. It was the same a 1,000 years ago. It was the same. Uh, um, it'll be same if the Lord tarries into the future. It will be the same. So... Uh, That song is just, um, you know, incredible. It's just a wonderful song. I need Jesus. And there's something haunting about the song. I want to say hello to everybody in the chat room here. I don't know if I did or not. And I got two chat rooms going. I've got one in uh, YouTube. Now let me look over at um, Uber Conference. Yeah, there's some in the chat room here in Uber Conference. Hello, everyone. Um, I'll just say hello and get run back over here to Uber Conference. I'm, I've got a handle on everything. I've, I'm beginning to feel confident now. And I did um, reduce the brightness. Um, I did get a chance to do it. Sister Kathy encouraged me, and I fooled around with what Nate told me to do, and I figured it out. It's still not right. The color is still not right. It's still too bright. And I have a softer light here that I didn't turn on before the show started. So once the show started, I couldn't get to the light. But these are little things. Uh, I've vastly improved since Tuesday. I, and again, I really enjoy putting the uh, PowerPoint presentation together. And I want to do one for um, Sister Kathy because uh, she, as a gift she sent me that beautiful uh, pen that was made of maple wood, she said, from uh, the grounds of where the Great Revival of 1800 took place. And that was a that tree was there in 1800. So I, I have not lots, but I have good pictures. I guess that's the best way to explain it. Probably have maybe six or eight pictures of, um, and there's a picture of me standing in the pulpit there. <laughs> it's a uh, renovated uh, church. So hopefully next Monday I'll have it all together, and then you'll be able to see it, and I'll, I'll show you the pen. Well, let's pray now in the remaining time. And that was one of the most impacting Bible studies for me that I've had in a long time. Uh, I just learned a lot from Psalm 19, especially the bridegroom. That's stuff that you remember, because Psalm 19 is tying into um, uh, the rapture. And the bridegroom coming for us, the groom. So let's go, uh, let's have prayer. Father, we thank you, thank you for this time together. And Lord, we're before you looking for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Uh, the The outpouring of the Holy Spirit is until the great and dreadful day of the Lord. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's directly connected with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And I'm praying for everybody here, a part of the ministry, everybody under the sound of my voice, whether it's in the archives or live here, that, Lord, we're asking for another level of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in us. So um, it says, Lord, that you shall receive power if the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses of me in both um, uh, Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And that's why we seek the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord, for power. For power to live according to your word and for power to be um, bold, Lord. The difference between Peter at the cross, Lord, Peter ran. But on the day of Pentecost, which was, what was it, 50 days later? I guess it was 50 days later. He was bold as a lion and stood up and led 3,000 people to you, Lord. That's the boldness that we want, Lord. Send that boldness, Lord. And we're asking you as our Abba Father. We're asking you for little children. Your word, it says, if you ask the Holy Spirit, you know, you, if, if you ask for an egg, your father doesn't give you a scorpion, Lord, and in light of giving the Holy Spirit. And that's what we ask, Lord. We have the Holy Spirit for salvation. We have the Holy Spirit for um, power. We all have a measure of it. But there's a fullness, Lord. An infilling. A baptism. That's what we're asking for, Lord. And uh, you told your disciples to tarry in Jerusalem till they be endured. That means to be wrapped and clothed with power from on high. That's what we all want, Lord. Father, if there's anything in us That's hindering us. And I know, Lord, that um, fear is a great hindrance because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So I'm asking, Lord, for uh, burning out, Lord, any fear that's in us. And fear and unbelief kind of go together. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in our heart, Lord, in our mind, Burn out all fear, Lord. Mortify it, as the word says. Mortify it by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you mortify fear, the spirit of fear in us. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Power, love, and of a sound mind. So that's what we're asking for, Lord. Your power according to your word. Lord, boldness, Lord, we see a mighty outpouring taking place now in Africa and Asia, Lord. We can see many, uh, uh, Lord, Muslims coming to you, imams coming to you. And as Pastor Fred prayed, we're asking you to close the mosques because so many got saved, Lord. That's what we're asking for in Jesus' name. So thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can come before you. And we know it's happening, Lord. We see the results. We've prayed for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And, Lord, untold numbers of souls have been saved now in India and Pakistan, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Lord, in Vietnam, uh, in uh, all throughout Africa. Lord, I'm going to name the nations, South Sudan, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Zambia, Malawi. Congo, Rwanda, Nigeria—I don't think I left any out, Lord. And so, Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for the Muslims, the imams that have coming to you, Lord. This is like unheard of, but it's through this brokenhearted message, Lord. So, we're asking for a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit on us to proclaim, "He sent me to heal the brokenhearted," and and tie it together with the blood covenant on the cross. That's what we're asking for, Lord, for us, to be faithful witnesses to you. Lord, your church in America is so, Lord, it needs an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord. We need it. Your people need to be revived, Lord. Revive us according to your word, Lord. So, Lord, burn that sin out. Burn the uh, spirit of fear out of us, the... uh, Unbelief, Lord, if if we all, this, it's natural, Lord, in this world for us to grow up with fear and unbelief. That's the natural man. Walking in like faith with you and uh, power with you is not natural, Lord. It's your work within us. So our default is fear and unbelief. So, Lord, burn that out of us. Change it, Lord. Pull down strongholds in our minds. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. Pull down those strongholds, Lord, in us that would hinder a full uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit, Lord. A full outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's what we ask, Lord. Pull them down, Lord. Any stronghold of fear or unbelief in our minds, pull it down in Jesus' name. Mortify it. Put it to death, Lord. So it can't function anymore. Thank you, Lord. Then, Father, we bring before you all the pastors that are involved, Lord. Well, Pastor Fred and everybody that's a part of us is witnessing, Lord. The Hauser brothers, Sister Kathy, Lord. Brother Greg, uh, Brother Tim Barons, Lord. Uh, there's others that we send a lot of material out to. And then we have Pastor Zephaniah, Lord, and all those pastors in Africa, and I, I think of Pastor Amandas in uh, uh, Tanzania, Lord. And there are so many pastors that we just can't like keep in touch with, Lord, because it's too big. We pray for a tremendous outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Tremendous. Um, many of them, Lord, are dealing directly with Muslims and they're in danger. So I'm asking for the the presence of the Holy Spirit so real, Lord, so powerful that there'll be a shield around them and they'll be protected. So send a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit according to your word, Lord. The great and dreadful day of the Lord hasn't happened yet. The rapture hasn't happened yet, Lord. This is still time for us to cry out for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's still time, Lord. That's what we're asking for. One more great outcome. In fact, you are doing it, Lord. What we want is another level. That's really it. We, we want to grow, Lord. We don't want to be stagnant. We, all, we don't want to be going backwards, Lord. We want The Bible says that you take us from glory to glory. And that's what we're asking, Lord, that you take us to from glory to glory. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Glory, new levels of power with you, Lord. Lord, I asked, based on what happened today with Pastor Fred, that we have m- more days like this, Lord, because Pastor Fred has tremendous knowledge of your word, and I think when we get together, Lord, it um, I bring my knowledge, he brings his knowledge, and it's I, I was greatly blessed by uh, what he brought forth, Lord. I really was, and I hope that I could bring stuff forth to uh, enlighten also, and the people listening could be greatly blessed, because I know I was. So thank you, Lord. Even moving here now to YouTube like this has brought this great blessing of your word. It's been wonderful, Lord. So I ask that you lead us into more areas of Scripture that we need, Lord, that, that you need. So uh, the Holy Spirit to guide us and show us what areas of the word, and they would come forth, Lord. And uh, uh, because what needed to come forth was the teaching on the uh, rapture, Lord. And because people were being beaten up by this. Their their faith was kind of under assault, Lord. And we need teaching and preaching on the rapture of the church. Keeps your people from being worldly, Lord. I believe it's part of the foundation for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So we thank you, Lord, for this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That uh, that we're all, uh, we I'm asking for the power, Lord, so that when we speak, it cuts right into the heart of peoples, Lord. Because that involves love also, Lord. Not a harsh cutting, but on love. So that's what I'm asking, Lord that multitudes of souls are going to come to you. Lord, um, please continue the anointing on the brochure and on the book, When Jesus Set You Free. Lord, that um, uh, the brochure could go out, Lord, in incredible numbers. Could go out. We could have printings of 100,000 probably every month, now the way, what's going on. I'm asking that it could be printed at that level, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for these opportunities, the book, Lord. Uh, Jamil, I mean, uh, Zephaniah said he probably thinks he could use $50,000. The schools are opening up all over in Kenya uh, for the book, Lord. The pastors are like demanding it, and they don't have money, Lord. So we thank you. We thank you. I want to, Lord, I want to especially thank you for everybody that's helped the ministry. Lord, I ask your blessings on them for that, that you open up the windows of heaven and bless them, Lord. So I thank you and praise you. Lord, this is, we had no idea we'd be at this position now. I don't know how many years ago it was when we started to pray, Lord. I, I, I don't know, eight years ago. So time's a blur back there. But I thank you, Lord, That we just, we went by faith. We didn't have any agenda. I didn't really have any goals, Lord. All we were doing was just praying, crying out to you. The next thing you know, brochures and books came, Lord, and contacts with uh, India and Pakistan and Africa, Lord. And then doors started to open and just, they started to translate the material, and to other languages, and uh, it just never stopped, Lord. And then Skype worked where I could preach live, Lord, and win souls to you in Pakistan and now in Kenya, Lord. Amazing, amazing, Lord. And Lord, thank you that you have uh, provided faithful people to the ministry, Lord. Uh, This is a narrow ministry. It doesn't attract a big audience that I could tell, Lord. And that's the way it is. I mean, I understand that. But it attracts dedicated people that understand your word and the foundation of your word, Lord, and that you're the only begotten son of God and he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And that's in really one translation, Well the the, the pure translation there. It's in one other, but it's in the King James. So that narrows it down, Lord, and then believing in the pre- uh tribulation rapture. That narrows it down, Lord. So but I want to thank you for everybody that's been faithful and they, 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 they're their part through prayer and exhortation, Lord. Are they precious people? They are precious people. Lord, you shook the world. In fact, the world is still shaking from Pentecost. And it says there were hundred and twenty in the upper room. But they are of one accord in one place. And that's the word, Lord, one accord. Now, we all can't be in one place except in a, well, in a, I don't know what you call it. Not in the physical sense, but in a, I don't know what. We're kind of in one accord, Lord. We are in one accord, but I guess you could say one place on Facebook. And, Lord, 120 people. That's all it took. And there was a mighty, mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit that still is reverberating to this day. So, Lord, I don't know the numbers we have, but we have numbers of people that were all in one accord. And, uh, and Lord, we're, we're all in one place crying out to you. And, Lord, I pray if there's anything that's offending your Spirit that may hinder us, Lord, that you deal with it, Lord. That's what I'm asking. I pray that you would show us, convict us, Lord, and that nothing would uh, be uh, hindering the, all the full blessings of the Holy Spirit in this ministry, Lord. That's what I'm asking. Lord, I also ask that you send more for the healing of the broken heart. I'm very sporadic now. and I, You're wise, Lord, and you know when that, when to send people. So we pray to you, we ask you, and um, I I ask, it would be nice if there would be maybe four people, five people during the week that we could minister to. That would be nice, Lord. And oh, one other thing, Lord. I'm asking now, you've put on my heart to um, actually do two things. One is a full teaching on the healing of the broken heart. And the other is a uh, like a sermon on it, uh, like an, a, an evangelistic type sermon on it. So one is to teach kind of the pastors and everybody all the believe, about healing the broken heart. The other one is to preach to people about the healing of their broken heart, Lord. So I ask that these two would come together, and that Lord we could uh, minister through Facebook, through. Huge numbers of people, Lord, for the healing of their broken heart. So that's what I'm asking for, Lord. So and there's there's really no reason now that this can't be put together. Um, Everything we can get everything out of the way and put. This can all be put together, Lord. So we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for everything now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I happen to look up and see the time. There, we only have about three minutes left. So I want to thank everybody for uh, coming tonight. Uh, It will be the same procedure on Sunday night with looking for the blessed hope. I'm kind of hoping if I can uh, scan some headlines and maybe quotes uh, from articles, because I think that will allow us to, uh, to go faster. To kind of get more information in is probably a better word. And uh, maybe some scriptures to go along with it. So um, I'm excited about this too. I, I really, I this has really energized me. I, um, I'm glad that the Lord led us to do this. Now it's, I don't know what it is. It's like it's got life. I feel it, it's given me a big goal. I guess that's what I'm, I needed in this. All right, let's um, let me close. Well. Um, Yeah, I was going to say a couple things, but I don't have time because we are fast running out of time. Let me open up my music to get the Ironic Blessing. and um, I've got things change around here where it's hard to find. And I'm trying to find it and talk to you at the same time, and I have it. And let's look at, let me get um, Numbers chapter 6. I should have that memorized. And I kinda really do, but I'm lazy with this. So let's get to Numbers chapter six, the Aranic Blessing. And we'll see I'll see you on uh Sunday night. I'm also um just thinking of doing like the healing the brokenhearted, maybe on a, a Saturday evening or a Friday evening. Um you know, they they would be like sporadic. But we could open up Friday and Saturday too as the as the events are needed we could use those days during the week okay and the Lord bless thee and keep thee and the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace <laughs>
3: Ya ear out of life